0: In the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Cut! Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus.
1: Yes! What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor.
0: And I'm Jameson Brown.
1: Jameson's back. back. Victoria's on vacation. So <laughs> the trio is not back together quite yet, but we're very excited to have you back, Jameson. Yeah, tag in. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> right. We're outside the ring just slapping hands. Um, <laughs> we've got an awesome show for you guys this week. We're going to talk about the drama that's going down on Dancing with the Stars. That is not, I mean, it's dance related, but there's a lot more to it. So we're going to dig into that. There's a divorce on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that no one saw coming, and it happened on election day, so it was like, boom, 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 (laughs) right after that. (laughs) And then we're going to break down, like, I know we talked about the Kardashians last week and how everyone's angry at them but they just doubled down this week with like 17 different things that people are mad at them about. So we're going to dive into at least four of those because who knows if we have the energy to get through all of them <laughs> emotionally and, uh, and physically, <laughs> but let's start off with dancing with the stars. Thanks. Just for a brief recap of this week, Chris and Gleb got sent home. It was sad, but you know that for me, it felt like it was their time. They were kind of in the bottom a lot and, I I was sad to see her go, but I didn't think that was crazy. Uh, But what is crazy is the drama going on between Caitlin Bristow and Carrie Ann Inaba. So if you guys are not watching Dancing with the Stars, Carrie Ann is one of the judges. She's been a top ballroom dancer for like 20 years. And Caitlin is a former bachelorette. She started off really strong this season, was getting a lot of high scores. And then over the past few past few weeks, she's been getting like sevens and eights from carrie who said that she doesn't feel like she's getting as energetic, she doesn't really see the improvement in her. Caitlin is taking this very personally, as is her partner, Artem, and they are really pushing back against it, saying that she's judging them unfairly, saying that it feels like it's personal, uh, and, and these are direct c- quotes from them, I, it's getting intense to the point where on Monday's show, Carrie Ann and Artem got into a little back and forth about whether something was a lift or not. And um, I, I don't know, it's getting, it's getting kind of awkward to watch. What do you think James? Yeah, then, no,
0: I was going to, it is, it, it, it is awkward. And I was going to ask, I mean, is uh, when this turn happened with on John, the judging side, I mean, mm-hmm. is this something that's, do you think warranted, um, is it, is there something else at play maybe on the sidelines that's leading to it? What's the deal?
1: So I'm, this is a hot take. Cause if you look at bachelor nation, everyone is like, Caitlin is getting a raw deal. Cause yeah. the bachelorette won last year yep. and they don't want to have a two bachelorettes and in, win back to back seasons. Cause Hannah Brown won last season for me. I think Caitlin's starting to level off. I don't think when you look at the other people, I think she started off stronger than them. But remember, she was announced as the first cast member back in January or or February, maybe. Mm -hmm. So she had extra time to prepare and was very vocal about getting in shape and preparing for the season ahead of other people being cast. So I think that what we saw right off the bat is that she had a little bit of an advantage there and as people continue to practice, I don't see her as being heads and shoulders above the other competitors at this point yeah, I think okay. that's difficult for her to hear though because she was doing so well yeah
0: at first. I was exactly like was used to the praise in the beginning but now it's getting to a point where it things kind of have to be stepped up other people are starting to actually get kind of good. Mm-hmm. um, you know, they're getting used to the show, getting used to practicing and actually developing some talent. So like, and then you're also being judged by someone who's got, you know, multiple decades of that experience. And so that, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like it, it might be fine. I like with, with the scores that, that are, that are going there, but that's just me. I mean, that's, I I'm, I'm in agreement with you. So,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that one thing that people who are on Caitlin's side brought up, and this is just like a sexist talking point that we'll shut down right off the bat, is Carrie and Artem dated back in 2006. So people are like, she holds a grudge against him. First off, no, she doesn't. She's a professional, she's one of the top dancers in the world. That
0: was like, I mean, 15, 14, years 14 years ago. 14 years ago. Come on.
1: And she's never scored him, you know, "quote unquote" unfairly in other yeah. seasons. So why would she pick 2020 to really just feel that heartbreak?
0: Digging, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: yeah. I read that and was like, "Come on, everyone, just give it a rest." Um, for me, though, it's just. It's kind of weird to watch everyone push back against Carrie Ann. She said on the talk the other day, because she's a panelist there, she said, I still get bullied right about this time is when people start to bully me because of the way I judge people and I can't believe it still happens as adults. And I agree with her. Yeah,
0: I agree. I mean, mean, she's doing her job, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the end of the story. So, like, at this point in the game, I mean, if she's being a good judge and actually, you know, giving honest feedback, real feedback with real scores, I mean that's i love it you know okay. if, if they've gotten to this point in the show then uh then expect to be you know really critiqued and judged a little bit harder because you've made it to this point point.
1: and there is always a point in dancing with the stars too where you know the first couple of weeks they give out not participation trophies but they're praising them because you don't want to watch these people come out and just get ripped right off. yeah the bat. Like
0: first, first episode like you get a three you suck it's like okay <laughs> exactly. it's like first at first time ever on on this show and this dance so ease up so yeah like they're Mm -hmm. out of that kind of like honeymoon phase of you know maybe higher scores a little bit easier on the critiques but now Mm -hmm. it's it's real deal so it is and you've got people (laughs) People like like
1: neve shulman and stuff who are really talented like yeah has a background in dance too but you're watching these people who are really stepping up and, and doing well so you know like i said before she was top of the top of the line at the beginning, but other people are improving. And I think, stepping their to, yeah, gotta up. And that's what they keep telling her is we see this in you, you just need to put a little bit more energy into it. You need to really break through that wall. And I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know her. I didn't even watch her season of the bachelorette, but she seems to really just resent um, what they're telling her at this point. And I'm like, you gotta embrace it. Cause you're not going to win a fight against the judges.
0: No, no, you're not, not at all. So yeah, time to buck up and step up, and you know, yeah. kind of get with the competition because because they are
1: <laughs> exactly exactly. So I thought that was interesting. We'll see how that moves forward. She did make a point to say on this week's episode after she pushed back a little bit of Carrie Anne, where she was like, "Oh, I do respect all the judges." And I'm like, well, we've seen your Instagram lives afterwards. So.
0: Yeah, it's like, do you okay. I-
1: I think I, I told um, one of our coworkers we were discussing this earlier today, and I, I told them, you know, what is more likely that someone you don't really know has this diehard grudge against you, or that maybe you're wrapped up in an emotional process and aren't seeing things clearly? So, I mean...
0: Yeah, it, uh, exa- that's a great point. It, like, it sounds like this is kind of just, it's, it's hitting her kind of hard with what's happening mm-hmm. right now, with other people catching up and, the, and, and you know, her judging her you know in a in a real way so it's Yeah. All,
1: yeah. yeah, I get it and I do feel bad cuz if you put me out on the stage and then you told me negative <laughs> things I would be devastated. But I just I think it's like crazy that we're going to this part where we're saying yep. that there's judging is unfair
0: and Oh my gosh, yep, agreed. agreed. It's agreed. stupid. But
1: uh next week is Icon Week so that will be fun to see everyone dress up as a bunch of icons. I know Tyra has been killing it with the fashion game. I mean, she's got like 3 outfits per episode. And so that's been fun. She'll be dressing up as a bunch of icons next week. So we'll have to see how that goes. But um, let's talk quickly about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, because as the nation was focused on the election on Tuesday, Erica Girardi, a.k.a. Erica Jane, slid in there. But she and her husband, Tom, who have been married for 21 years, are getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. Shook I, no one, there have been no signs that they had any kind of marital strife on a show that is about their personal lives. So everyone was very surprised. At that. Um, I did think it was funny, but they dropped it on election day. They're like, this is going to get the least press yep. possible.
0: Smart move on that front, for real. That was uh, well played, well played.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to put my phone down and de-stress for a little bit. And I picked up my phone. And instead of election updates, I had a bunch of texts. Like, Did you see Erica's getting a divorce? <laughs> uh. it, was, it was kind of fun to structure. But so the, the interesting thing about this, though, is they've had a really interesting relationship throughout the years. Uh, Tom Girardi is, first of all, fun fact, he's the lawyer who the Aaron Brockovich uh, movie is based off. Of. Oh,
0: are you? That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wild, awesome.
1: Yeah, he is. He seems delightful on the show. Everyone is like very charmed by him. But he's 81. She is 49. That's a 33, 31, 32. I don't know math. Some, yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> it's a big age gap. And she was criticized for that at the beginning and would always be like, listen, you know, uh, I don't have a prenup. If we get divorced, he's taking all of it. This is for love. I'm not a gold digger, that kind of thing. So we know she doesn't have a prenup and that will be interesting to see how that shakes out in the divorce. Cause he's uh, he's the moneymaker, you know, she's got her, her housewife's career, but their house has a church inside of it. So um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like this gilded Catholic chapel inside their house. It's crazy. Wow. Nice. Uh, so we'll be following along with that. There's been no details about what, has gone on. There are obviously always rumors out there that there was infidelity on her part, but there's nothing to back that up. It's just people speculating. Uh, and then looking back on this past season, I did have a moment where I was like, huh, maybe we should have known this earlier. Because she was uh, starring in the Broadway rendition of Chicago, right before COVID shut everything down. I think they performed like twice, unfortunately, before everything had to come to a close. And he didn't come to opening night.
0: Ooh, that's like, that's, I would say that's like a telltale sign. Like that's, yeah.
1: Well, and this is classic Erica too, because her whole thing is like, she's cold as ice. And there's a facade that you can't get through. But whenever someone asked a question about why Tom wasn't there and they, didn't seem like they were being particularly malicious about it. it. seemed like they were more curious. She right away deflected and was like, well, Garcelle wasn't there either. And Garcelle is like her tangential friend who it's the first season that she's on the show, Yeah, but it worked. We all forgot about it.
0: Yeah. I can't believe we forgot about it. Cause that, that like misdirection answer seemed pretty obvious.
1: <laughs> I, I, well that like, she is just so good at snaking it through because I, you watch it and you're like, yeah. She shouldn't accuse Garcelle. That's rude. And then you forget at the beginning why that even was brought up. So I thought that was interesting. I'm very curious to see what comes of that. And if they show it on the show, because yeah. this show is so boring now.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they show it on the show. And I mean, this, this is, I mean, 21 years of marriage. I mean, this isn't some, you know, quick thing. This isn't like a mm-hmm. year or two. I mean, this is, you know, multiple decades. So that's, I mean, I'll be curious you know, first, I, you know, if they, if you, I want them to have their privacy, like uh, whatever the reasons are, or anything like that. But I will be curious just to see, um, you know, everything, you know, how it unfolds and whatnot. So, because that's
1: I, a yeah. long time. It is. And I, the thing for me is, if they, if she wasn't on a reality show that's literally about her personal life, I would be like, you know what? Do it out in private who cares that's fine but because she has given us nothing of her personal life when that's what she signed up and paid like six figures to do i'm like can we have something we've never meet, met your son like come on you've been Not out for really? so long mm-hmm. ah it, it's she really has like this icy facade and i think when she first came forth it was the first housewife that was like that and we were all kind of mesmerized she's got amazing fashion she's got this cool pop alter ego I think we're all mesmerized by that but as we go on it's like I don't know anything about this woman and I've watched her on tv for you know five years now
0: yeah I just never I've I've never uh found that or put that together that uh he was the Aaron Brockovich like that's crazy
1: it's super crazy and it's so funny whenever you talk to people who don't watch housewives about the people who do make appearances in the show uh, like, I was, <laughs> I was watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills early season well, with someone, and they were like, wait, Kelsey Grammer is on the show?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's Camille
1: Grammer's husband. Yeah. There are legit people on this show, even if you're not a Housewives fan, guys. So, you know, dive in. Find, a, yeah. <laughs> find your Tom a little, Girardi.
0: Talk about another relationship that just, uh Ooh. <laughs> Ouch!
1: that That one played out on camera for sure
0: that one was just not good in like every sense of the word so yeah no
1: bad stuff um but very entertaining to watch so at least they put that out there for us which i appreciate um so we'll see what happens with that we'll we'll keep you updated i mean we've got a million years until the next season because it just ended like a month ago so no we'll see Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about the Kardashians because we have so much to touch on. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. right we are back my first line that i wrote in the outline is just what a week um <laughs> 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 so we're coming off of the other week we had a lot of backlash for the kardashians jetting off to a private island for kim's 40th birthday being like oh I just you think for a while, they aren't super rich and don't have every I gotta
0: jump in. Was that what generated the meme?
1: Yes, that was it. That was it. Was, okay, <laughs> wasn't I that saw a good meme? meme
0: first before like, I saw the news and I was like, I don't know where this is from. It's clearly it's the meme. So it's from extracted from some thing, but mm-hmm. I, I thought it was hilarious. And okay, so I'm just double checking. Gotcha. You know, that's my, that
1: was my experience too. I scrolled through Twitter and I saw like four different pictures with the exact same weird text. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Who is this in reference to? And then I saw Kim's tweet and I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people are already being critical of them. And <laughs> this is just a side note, we talked in depth about that because they said everyone had to quarantine and test and blah, 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 before they went to the island. But if you look at the timeline, Kanye was on the island, but he flew out there right after doing Joe Rogan's podcast in person. We have a video of that. So he didn't quarantine for two weeks. I'm sure he had some kind of testing, maybe, but But, I just want to say that that's not what they're saying happened, so I'm starting to cast doubt upon all of their uh, safety precautions if they're not being completely honest with them. But so right after that, everyone's already mad at them, so Kendall Jenner decides to have a big Halloween birthday party where everyone's not wearing a mask. and there's a video of her blowing out the candles on this cake while this poor employee he's wearing a face mask and a face shield and is leaning back at like a 90 degree angle to try and get away from her breath it's (laughs) just like it's so tone deaf and it's just how can you not expect that to be criticized
0: well i mean i think they probably were right i mean that Do you think they did? I mean, it's hard to imagine they would do. Well, is it though? I I say that in my head, it's to do that on purpose. But I mean, do we have a a guest list count, like a number on this party or no?
1: No guest list, but there were some really famous people there. There was like Justin Bieber was there. uh, Jaden Smith was there. He was wearing a mask, although it was like a, I don't know, it was hard to tell if it was a real mask or like a Halloween mask, if that makes any sense it was I like mean, a what I would
0: say. If you're going to do that, do it with kind of play into the the shtick of Halloween and say you have to come. Keep the number down, but you yeah. have to come in something that involves like a full mask. Yeah, I, you
1: can do real post apocalyptic kind of vibe yeah, with yeah.
0: that. But I guess not.
1: Apparently, not. a creative
0: opportunity there that they just didn't take.
1: They refused to take it, and <laughs> apparently, uh, the the reports that are spreading is saying that there were bans on posting any of this stuff on social media. But of course people did.
0: Yeah that's never gonna like that's never gonna happen.
1: Yeah but if you look at some of the really big names who were there especially like Justin Bieber and people like that if you look there was no evidence that they were there except for videos of them in the background. So very interesting makes me wonder how many of these parties are happening in Hollywood that were just keeping off so we just don't you know, even know about we don't know about uh <laughs> chris jenner came out she's been doing damage control for like weeks now <laughs> for her kids when i'm just like just tell them to stop doing what they're doing maybe instead of doing interview after interview defending them but so she gave an interview with i think it was andy cohen uh she said there were rapid tests at the door and um you know, they were being very safe about it, but also rapid tests only detect about 32% of positive cases. Rapid
0: tests at this point are known for being like a third accurate. So
1: yeah, not a good excuse. Uh, Yeah.
0: Like that's going to be like the saving grace in this whole scenario.
1: Like, oh, thank Well, and Chris's direct quote uh, was just laughable. She said, quote, we're dealing with a lot of people have lots of, Oh, we're dealing with lots of people that have different opinions and all we can do is live our lives the best way we know how and be responsible and do the right things. And we're doing that. I'm very sensitive to what's going on. Believe me, I've tried so hard.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tri- Believe me, I've tried so hard. Yeah, we tossed this massive Halloween party. Got it. Okay.
1: Trying so hard, guys. Got it. Uh, I, I would rather them, if they're going to do this, I would rather them just take it on the chin and not defend themselves because their defenses are, first of all, the words that I just read are nonsense. They mean nothing. Um, It's like peak PR, 60 words of absolute nonsense. And then also we're dealing with lots of people that have different opinions. I mean, what are those opinions? Don't have big maskless parties during a pandemic. That's not not an opinion. That's just don't do that. (laughs) Ugh. So they've got a lot of heat for that. And then Courtney comes out and she posts a false claim on her Instagram. She's got 102 million followers about surgical masks causing cancer, which is not true. Of course, The American she cited the American Cancer Society and it was a repost of a, an original post, so she didn't write it. But the American Cancer Society came out and told the New York Post, you have to light those things up On fire, or or somehow make them 500 degrees Fahrenheit before they release any kind of toxic fume. Yeah, which at one that point, that's dangerous to you in other ways.
0: (laughs) And think about like think about all the other gajillion products out there where you'd have to like heat them up to a temperature like that where they could be you know harmful to somebody. Probably, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that we encounter every single day. So. It's yeah, like yeah, if I, yeah, if I
1: melt my plastic water bottle, it'll be harmful for me. Like, yeah, no doubt.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, I mean, normally I think everyone would just be like, "Oh, Courtney, cuz she posts all that questionable health stuff all the time." But the fact that her family is being really openly COVID dumb and then she does that, everyone's like, "Can you just <laughs> can you just stop?" We're so I mean, do tired.
0: You, do you think they're doing these things cuz these like the Halloween party? That's just so aggressive you know what I mean like that yeah she, and Chris is no dummy she's not at all any dummy with this stuff she's actually quite good mm-hmm. with it so like she knew that was going to I mean ban on posting yeah right she knows it's yeah. gonna come out there in some fashion I mean I feel like they have to be doing this stuff on purpose or you I know what I mean?
1: if, if I, I am I'm half and half on that they're either doing it because they as we know over the years have embraced the whole any press is good press yes Uh, Mm -hmm. motto so that's possibly it but I I think that also they're so deeply narcissistic and so insulated from what is actually happening in the world
0: yeah
1: and and we we see that on keeping up with the Kardashians we're watching them in the COVID thing now and they're all trapped inside trapped quote-unquote inside their mansions (laughs) and being like this sucks (laughs) like no it doesn't you're fine
0: Yes. I, and you said a, the the word that like tipped this off my head, it was insulated. And um, I was, uh, uh, my wife was watching the David Letterman uh, interview mm. with Kim Kardashian. And I walked in there and just, and I heard a tidbit about her saying that like her normal, her her normal now is like feeling comfortable to go to bed with like, what she say? Like seven bodyguards or something around the oh house my gosh. or something. And I was just like, I mean, which, okay, I'm not, that's fine, but just like right. acknowledge like that is it, it, like your scenario in, in mm-hmm. situations like the ones we're talking about now with these ridiculous Halloween parties, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it, it blows my mind when things like this happen.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly would respect them so much more if they came out and said, you know what, we are ridiculously rich. Rich beyond the point that we probably should have, that any one person should have this amount of money. I don't understand the experience of normal Americans. I could never, we live in different realities. I'm sorry. But that would be I, like
0: such a cool, like flip reality television and just that life on its head that yeah. would almost, I mean, that would attract like this whole new wave of folks that you had. Yeah. The trans like actual transparency come out and like start this whole new journey, you know, of, of, of kind of revealing that inside life of insulation and, and, and financials and all those things that reality television, you know, generates, that would be, that'd be really cool to follow.
1: It brings me uh, to mind a Twitter thread. I think it was last year by Chrissy Teigen, where she just posted all these weird inside things about being a celebrity Like, how do you board a private jet? Is there security? Those kinds of things. And people were fascinated because it really isn't anything that anyone else would know. And reading that, you're like, whoa, (laughs) first of all, man, am I poor. But second of all, I would love to know more of this stuff. This is interesting. I don't want the Kardashians to pretend they're like me. I want to see them go on fabulous trips and be rich and, and... and silly i don't need them to be like well you know we're all in this together like no you're not
0: yeah they've like they've yeah
1: yeah it, it's interesting um and i was actually talking to one of my friends who is die hard kardashian lover she'll defend them till the day that they die and we go back and forth and talk about it all the time because i'm very critical of them and who's to say that either one is right but even she someone who really defends them was saying that it's no longer fun to watch them. She can't back them anymore. She's not having fun watching them anymore because they are not taking any of this COVID stuff seriously. And it is so serious that watching them kind of cavort around is ruining the whole experience for her. And I thought that was interesting coming from someone who really likes them. Yep. So it, the whole it "all press is good press" thing. I was thinking, even if that's what they're trying to do, it's backfiring because I know a lot of people are really souring on them quickly. People who haven't soured on them already are just over it.
0: Yep, and I'm one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you and I have been off the Kardashian train for a while now. But yeah, even the even the most uh, the most fervid fans are just. <laughs> Just over it. I'm glad this show's over. I don't want want to watch this anymore. It's too much.
0: There
1: you go. And then another brief little inroads uh, Kanye's presidential run didn't work, obviously. Um, He got about 60,000 votes nationwide, which is still like 60,000 too many. (laughs) But it was like less than 1%. And even, I think he ran in 12 states.
0: Well, he, he I got hope, nothing. I hope that doesn't happen, and you know, and for what twenty four or so.
1: Well, he did declare, that he's already running for president in twenty twenty four. Whether he actually follows up on that, we'll see that, in yeah, four years. But
0: I hope it actually doesn't. It doesn't
1: I know, it, so. but it, it, the memes have been very funny because everyone is like, "Do you think that? Do you think that any of the Kardashians actually voted for Kanye? Because I don't think they did."
0: Yeah, probably not one. If I had to take a guess.
1: I would hope not. Uh, it's tough, but also he's not a viable candidate, so good, <laughs> not good
0: to do. Nope. 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 Oh,
1: nope. Uh, so that was interesting. That's just the, the end of it. Do you have any other Kardashian thoughts before we move on to our pop culture picks of the week? No,
0: I don't. I'm just, you know, fingers crossed for flipping reality television lifestyle on his head with Everything we just discussed and actually and yeah. giving actual transparency. So
1: yeah, I think it'd be interesting because you know the Real Housewives gives a lot of look that kind of look. People tuned into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills at first because it was quote unquote like lifestyle porn, where these people live so far out of our own realm. There's you know Lisa Vanderpump has swans at her house. She's got <laughs> ponies and just yeah. it's crazy and you want to watch them because they're rich and it's nothing that you could ever obtain. And then you zoom over to the real houses of Orange County now and someone's living in like a casita, which is what I lived in when I was in California it's like, well, okay, so it's not that, not that idealistic. That's girls got bad extensions. We could all have bad extensions. (laughs) I don't want to watch that. I want to watch people who are more fancy than me. (laughs) Um, But let's move on to our pop culture pick of the week. Did you have anything that has been striking your fancy over the past couple weeks?
0: Yes. So mine's a little bit on the negative side. So do you have a negative or positive?
1: I've got a positive. So go okay,
0: for it. Okay. I'll start off. So in positive. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, you know, big fan of like the free form, uh, like 31 days of Halloween and mm-hmm. that was okay. But I've been big time disappointed with uh, the Christmas list, uh, the 25 days or whatever uh-huh. uh, for uh, all their choices. There's like four or five movies Uh, And they're just playing them in rotation. And I'm super pumped. Yep. What
1: are the movies?
0: It's like Home Alone one and two, solid choices. Uh, And then I think the three Santa Clauses. And Mm. then there's like a couple more, maybe like one or two more. And like one of them's like the Rudolph special. Um,
1: Which is like 45 minutes long, maybe. I know.
0: And it's like, I don't know.
1: Huh, that's crazy. I wonder if that's licensing or whatever. Yeah. It's like the uh, Charlie Brown Halloween and Thanksgiving and all that's going to be on Apple Plus this year. Yeah, so.
0: it's because of all the streaming stuff and all the licensing, you know, the the networks all have their own platform now and they're taking back their properties. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three movies they can play on these things now, but super bummed about that. Happy yeah. about it, but also bummed because of the selection.
1: Yeah, it's tough because I feel like as the streaming platforms diversify, I'm fine with there being different platforms, that, that's cool. I don't care. Um, but I, it just feels really hard to track things down for me. Yeah. I feel like I don't know where anything is anymore. There's I used to know if things were on Netflix or not. Now, half the time, I'm just Googling, like, where can I find this?
0: Yep, exactly. Like Parks and Rec, not on Netflix anymore, mm-hmm. going to Peacock because they own it, so. Right, yeah. but
1: am, do, am I going to remember that when I'm scrolling through? And especially when you're just trying to find something to watch, you don't have anything in mind. Yeah. I was like, okay, I got to go through my eight apps now, see what strikes my fancy. And then you
0: get like super sad because, you know, you go to Netflix looking for Parks and Rec and then it's not there.
1: You're like, wait a second. What's that not again? Do I have that? What's my password for that?
0: And then yeah, it's or then they're like, "All right, 6 bucks 7 bucks a month, fine." <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> Everyone in my family just picked one and we all just use that one person. So I yeah, I pay for Netflix. And then someone else pays for Hulu. (laughs) Someone else pays for Disney Plus because it's like
0: family strategy, baby.
1: We're saving seven bucks a month collectively. Good for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my pop culture pick of the week is very specific, but it's like a peak something that would make me happy. Uh, Mike the Situation Sorrentino from Jersey Shore for Halloween he dressed up as the moment in Jersey Shore when he was much younger, which he rammed his head into a wall and had to wear a neck brace. And no one was paying him attention. So he wore sunglasses and cried on the couch wearing his neck brace. Very funny. I love that he was self-referential like that. But I mostly love it because two years ago, I was that moment for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He was like, He looks obviously way better in it than I did because it's him. But I think that I pulled off a a pretty good rendition of it and everyone was like, that's the best Halloween costume ever. i like, I know. I know. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. So
1: that was just my little moment. Um, But for Halloween this year, I just dressed up in a raccoon onesie and hid uh, candy for my niece outside that she didn't want to eat. She just wanted to unwrap and dump in a bucket. So, you you know. How the mighty have fallen.
0: <laughs> a plus, a plus on the costume choice.
1: It, it was one of those onesies that you just put the hood up and you're like, I don't know, I'm a raccoon, I guess. So. There you
0: go, done and done.
1: <laughs> done and done. Next year's Halloween, hopefully we can go all out because I like you. I'm a big Halloween fan, so yeah. we'll see what that's like. Uh, <laughs> any closing notes before I tell people how
0: to tune in? Well, that's it for me.
1: Good. Well, I, we're glad to have you back. Glad um, you back may victoria will be back next week so <laughs> finally i'll be back it's been like a month i mean you know we're all just hanging in there and doing our best she deserves the vacation right now so she that's what she's doing um don't forget to follow popculture.com we've got all your up-to-date news we're on facebook i'm on twitter at anna rumor
0: and i'm at jameson g brown Drop us a rating,
1: review, subscription, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know where to find us. We save us every week. Um, And then we'll talk to you next week when we're finally reunited with our Planet Earth uh, rings. Captain Planet, Planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, Captain
0: Planet, Captain. Jeez. Quick close out the podcast. All
1: right, bye, guys.